Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 558 for November 2 through 8, 2020. The end of Mercury retrograde on Election Day in the United States is this week's highlight. Mark your ballot carefully. We also have five bonus aspects that are not in my written forecast. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version includes detailed chart graphics, which you can also see in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. This Week in Astrology is honored to be one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you have not already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. What's old as we come into this week? We've got a waning moon, a bunch of retrograde planets, Mercury through the 3rd of November, Mars through the 13th, and still retrograde Neptune, Chiron, and Uranus. Let's get on to our events for this week. We'll start with a bonus aspect on Monday, November 2nd, Sun Quintile Pluto. Sun is at 11 Scorpio, Pluto is at 23 Capricorn. And both the Sun in Scorpio and the planet Pluto have the same archetypal energy. Uh, it's about transformation, it's about doing good shadow work, it's about sacred sex. Um, diving deep and intense and all the way into things. Quintile that connects the sun in Scorpio and Pluto is a magical fairy dust kind of energy. So it's really an awesome energy, really, to do any kind of transformational work on yourself, to, uh, to move deeper into wealth and power, hopefully in their positive life-affirming forms. And um, as I mentioned, sacred sex is awesome under this kind of energy. If you want to blend your light body with your beloveds, um, and not just your physical bodies. Um, all that kind of stuff is really juicy. Um, so any way you want to use that Sun-Pluto quintile, uh, it's up to you. Let's move on to our headline event on Tuesday, November 3rd. Mercury turns direct at 12.50. That's 12.50 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And it'll be doing that right around 26 degrees Libra. Uh, Mercury turned retrograde back on October 13th, around 12 degrees Scorpio. If you've been holding off on signing an important contract or making a major purchase, Mercury retrograde is no longer a restricting factor. However, major beginnings such as these are optimally done under a waxing moon. The moon is currently waning and the next new moon will arrive on November 15th. However, you can certainly begin acting on other insights you gained during your Mercury retrograde reflections. Here are reminders of the themes that Mercury stimulated during its retrograde. Mercury was retrograde in Scorpio, October 13 through October 27. How are you doing with any significant transformation or death and rebirth processes? How about wealth and power? Do you have good shadow work tools for healing old emotional wounds? How's your sex life? And are you able to blend your light body with your partners to revel in the ecstasy of sacred sex? Speaking of shadow work, I have a brand new resource available. If you click the link around uh, good shadow work tools, um, you'll see a link probably for the invocations for healing and awakening. And I now have put up a six part free masterclass uh, that goes deep into my tools for awakening and self-healing. And it's a far more effective presentation than was up there previously. So if you haven't found it yet, click that link and you'll find two awesome ways you can awaken yourself and 
help yourself um, basically delegate your healing to your higher self. It's uh, been given this tool for 10 years. It's worked really awesomely for a lot of people. But let's get back to our Mercury retrograde forecast. Mercury was retrograde in Libra, October 28 until November 3rd. How are your relationships? How about your creative expression? Do you have enough harmony, balance, and beauty in your life? Aspects. Mercury conjoined to Juno and sextiled the moon and Venus in Virgo as it turned retrograde. This invited you to contemplate your committed partnerships, important relationships, creativity, and finance. The moon-Venus conjunction in Virgo, which sextiled Mercury, suggests a methodical approach to enjoying relationships with an open heart. So that's our headliner event. Uh, we have a bonus aspect also on November 3rd, Venus quincunx Uranus. Venus is at nine Libra. Uranus is at nine Taurus. So Venus and Uranus together is always great for like quantum leaps and taking a relationship to the next level, take creativity to the next level. Uh, even finances, you can get intuitive hits that can guide you in new awesome things to do in that way. Uh, Venus is very strong and powerful. She's in a sign that she rules Libra, which makes it especially good for relationships and creativity. The quincunx aspect says adjustment needed. So it may very well happen that you will get an intuitive hit. That's how you're honest communicate. You just know in your bones all of a sudden your higher self sends you down a hint. And then you get to choose from your ego through free will. Do I want to take that hint or not? I'll just tell you, in all the years I've been following my intuitive hits, and I've asked hundreds of clients about this, every single one telling me things go better when I follow my intuitive hits, because what better source could you possibly have to rely on than the very higher self that created you and actually knows your life purpose, and it's sending down these little hints to guide you. So especially around this time, around November 3rd, uh, intuitive hits around relationship, creativity, finance, I would take those real seriously. The only caveat here is around financial stuff. Make sure to do due diligence around any investment stuff. Uh, again, around this election, especially if you're in the U.S., uh, things could get very volatile if things get dicey around the election results. It's not a prediction, just a caution. On Friday, November 6th, Mercury square Saturn. Mercury at 27 Libra, Saturn at 27 Capricorn. Uh, Mercury square Saturn is always interesting because you get to see how fully in my authority am I with what I'm thinking and what I'm communicating out. If you're solidly in your authority, which Saturn represents, then you should feel comfortable expressing the things you want to say. And if you are still being sort of held down by beliefs or actual outward restrictions on what you can think or say, those will probably come to prominence right now. If you do choose to communicate under this, uh, Mercury in Libra makes it a little easier for you to communicate in a harmonious way, uh, a guideline when Mercury's in Libra, think about, okay, how can I communicate this in a way that it will be easiest to receive by the person I'm talking to? Not just throwing it out any old way, but actually strategically crafting it in a way that will be easily received. This is not being dishonest or manipulative. This is just good communication. So, um, also, Mercury in Libra loves to express itself creatively. The most obvious expression is creative writing, uh, but Mercury is just any kind of expression. So Mercury in Libra just says, let your creativity come out. And the Saturn square, if you've mastered your Saturn to a significant degree and you're in your maturity, responsibility, all that, then it should actually give you lots of discipline and staying power to get that creative work done. So a few ways to use Mercury square Saturn. Also on Friday, November 6th, we have another bonus aspect, Sun Quintile Saturn, Sun still in Scorpio. 
So the sun in Scorpio interprets the same. It's awesome for, as I said, self-transformation work, um, shadow work, sacred sex stuff. And Saturn with a quintile connection says, I can give you staying power, endurance, do this responsibly, do it really beautifully. Um, So those are, I don't want to go too deep. I've already hit a sun Scorpio interpretation already, but just whatever you want to do with that uh, Scorpionic energy, the sun is in, know that you have good endurance, good staying power and the ability to set it up and do it strategically and methodically. Saturday, November 7th, our final aspect of the week, sun quincunx Mars. So again, this is the third time we've interpreted the sun in Scorpio this week. So we know what that's about Mars. Uh, first time we've seen Mars this week, Mars is uh, on one level, the energy of sex and Scorpio and Mars are sexual energies in astrology. So this is probably the most explicitly sexual energy of the week. Uh, but again, Quincunx says adjustment needed. So um, it's a great time to think, okay, in my sexual connections that I'm making, um, what adjustment could we make to make it even more awesome? great way to think about that. And uh, particularly if you're only making love on the 3D level, just with the five senses, can you and your beloved make deliberate conscious effort to connect the light bodies, the energetics? It's so much more awesome to make love this way, at least in my experience. Um, And all you have to do, uh, some basic tools you could do, just eye gaze with your partner for a, a brief time a few minutes maybe before you begin physically connecting maybe really like feather light stroking on each other's skin for a while to kind of get that light body juiced up and activated those are a couple of really simple ways that i can comfortably talk about on the podcast to uh to get those energetic connections going uh in a more in another topic uh just getting out there and expressing yourself the sun mars gives you energy of the warrior the pioneer the entrepreneur get out there and make something happen again adjustment might be needed the the fit between mars and the core of your identity the sun might not be automatic but it just says whatever connections adjustments you got to make then make them so that's all the events uh, I do want to tell you, though, the astrology of 2020 has already turned the world upside down. So what can we expect in 2021? I will present my free annual forecast lecture via Zoom for the Asheville Friends of Astrology on Friday, November 20 at 7 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And you are welcome to join us. I'll put special focus on 2021's headline event, a powerful Saturn-Uranus square that lasts the entire year of 2021. One of its central themes will be the rapid breakdown of existing structures, as well as the quick rise of new ones. I'll also predict when the squares effect will be most powerful based on the timing of Mars, Saturn, Uranus, T-squares, and other catalyzing events. I will also discuss the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in the first degree of Aquarius on December 21 of this year, 2020, and its continuing effects in 2021. Does the extraordinary timing of this great conjunction mark the true beginning of the Aquarian age? Hmm? Additional topics will include Saturn in Aquarius and Jupiter in both Aquarius and Pisces. We'll also explore the 2021 eclipses and the surprising prominence of Vesta in 2021's aspect patterns. Does this mean that it's time to devote more time and energy to serving the greater good? 
One more announcement. Everyone is welcome to participate in most live Awakening Plus calls for free. These calls support your individual healing and awakening and also support the current global awakening. I've just created the November lineup and here are brief uh, descriptions of these. Of course, every Thursday at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time, we do New Earth Support. Everyone is welcome at this. We create our sacred container, invoke embodied awakening, and then flow energy to support the more awakened new earth currently blossoming. Our intention is always the same, but the divine keeps it fresh by providing endless variations on this amazing experience. Thankfully, one thing remains consistent, the personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss we always receive. These events last an hour or less typically. I want to give you a little detail on our first event in November that isn't New Earth Support. On Tuesday, November 10, 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time, we have guest facilitator B.J. Harden presenting Step Into Truth, the work of Byron Katie. Here's some of what B.J. says about this event. She says, I will introduce you to the basics of and my personal take on a very simple and profound form of meditative self-inquiry called the work of Byron Katie. Using the work, together we will identify and question the thoughts that cause all of the suffering in the world. There will be space for personalized guidance on utilizing the process as well as Q&A. And she goes on to say, join me to witness the difference between reality and our thinking and to learn the powerful gesture of inquiry and how to apply it in your life. In my experience, she says, a very simple lifestyle change awakens us to all the love and perfection that the mystics have foretold for ages, and I continue to find my pure, radiant freedom through inquiry. Uh, I've worked with BJ one-on-one -on -one in this. She's awesome, and if you don't already have the work in your toolbox, it's a fabulous tool. So excited to be offering that for free to everyone as that live event on November 10. Uh, also, just really brief uh, notes on the other events in November. On Tuesday, November 17, we're once again doing group healing, immunity boosting, and awakening. Enhanced immunity is good to have, especially in the midst of this pandemic, and especially with uh, the virus going crazy right now, now that we're getting into colder weather. So we call in immunity along with embodied awakening and personal healing. That'll last 60 to 90 minutes. And on November 24, uh, probably our most popular uh, event. The shamanic awakening ceremony is back. This intense experience combines the healing power of shamanism with my complete invocation cycle for embodied awakening. That'll last about two hours. Awakening Plus features at least seven live streaming events each month. Most are open to everyone for free. The archive of over 270 transformative events and life-enhancing course content, a new feature that's just been added, as well as accountability partners and the forum are available exclusively to members. Learn more at awakeningplus.com. Thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one -on -one services are equally effective in person or long distance. And during the pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly. I also offer an unbeatable price on Solar Fire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn all about this and more at astroshaman.com. 
To get to the show notes, go to astroshaman.com slash 558. Again, astroshaman.com slash 558. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com. My number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We're wrapping up. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so others who also love astrology and spirituality can find it. Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.